Sponsored by Skin Slipper, a safer, smarter skincare device. We have fans outside of the studio. <laughs> what is going on? Can we just create content for you guys without you guys hounding us with paparazzi outside of the studio. Jesus. Leave us alone. God. <sighs> I know how Brittany feels. <laughs> Shit. Hopefully no one's falling outside. <laughs> you guys, what's up? It's Richard Richard Westerfer. <sighs> we are back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was just gonna say, Rich Rich was sick last week. I well, yeah, and I'm still a little bit sick, but I'm, but I'm a lot better. I can actually make it to the studio this week. Yeah, I'm not doubled over in pain. Thanks. Yeah, there's definitely something that's been going around. Yeah, it was definitely not fun. And those of you who've been with us since the beginning know that we very, very rarely miss any kind of recording. It's very rare that yeah. we don't uh, that we skip just skip a whole week and don't put out anything. So sorry, you guys would not have wanted to hear me at all. Yeah, no, being sick is the fucking worst. It's the worst. Oh. Ugh. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's not good. Thank God for Theraflu Keurig pods, though. What? Oh, yes. What Let me add Oh, yeah, so. It's not a pain. The lovely Keurig that you gifted me, by the way, thank <laughs> oh. you, is coming very much to good use. Um, there are Theraflu daytime and nighttime Keurig pods. And you pop them in, and they make you hot-ass Theraflu. Oh, my God. That's amazing. It's my favorite new invention <laughs> that I've discovered. Yes. Yes. It's 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 great. So you don't have to worry about, like, mixing the powder with the hot water and making the water hot. It just does something. Yada, yada, yada. Or even, like, taking the Theraflu, like, liquid, and you can just pop it in there. Mm-hmm. And then you have instant Theraflu. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Oh. It was great. Oh. Glad that Keurig is getting some good use. It definitely is. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> well, after your inspirational story of survival, <laughs> I have... We're so dramatic on this show. It's ridiculous. Yes. Well, no, now I really have one for you. What? Okay, I didn't even... T- I See, I saved this. Sometimes I don't tell Richie Rich things when we sh- share our notes. Like, we always give our each other notes before the show, but sometimes I save stuff. It's like Shade Christmas. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> what's going to happen? So this is a story about a 65-year-old man who was... I believe he was um, harvesting wheat... Mm-hmm. So when you harvest wheat, you have the machine that cuts very close. Yeah. Around. I think it's called a hopper. Yeah, he stepped in the hopper. No. Oh, no. Oh, God, I'm cringing. Why did you wait to tell me the story? <laughs> to oh, get your reaction. I'm not good eating blade-like <laughs> that's going to cut. That's ooh, like my biggest fear is getting stabbed. Okay. So he steps in the hopper, gets his leg caught in there. The hopper uh. is on. God. And he is alone in this field. His cell phone is not on him. Oh, this sounds like a nightmare. Luckily, he what like, I mean, luckily, oh. he wasn't on his phone being distracted when he did this. And then he would have felt really stupid. But so his phone was nowhere near him. And, oh. you know, these machines pull the wheel. Can we in. stop? Yes. Like, I don't, oh my God, please get to the punchline. No, line. it gets worse. <laughs> oh no, I'm cringing over here. Why? So the only way for him to <gasps> remove himself from this machine is to take a pocket knife. 
No, why did why are we sharing this? Why am I hearing this? I took a pocket knife and oh. amputated himself. Oh my god, it's like that movie Jane Franco was in with the guy climbing the for reals. Except this guy, when they interviewed him, was like, "Well, when I stepped in the hopper, I knew that wasn't good." <laughs> like he was so calm about this whole thing, and in detail, like described, like he was like, "Yep, yeah, I could feel each nerve kind of <gasps> popping, like oh. would sever it. He could just feel it go." Okay, wait, ping, oh, okay, okay that's a, can you stop tormenting me on this show, please? Okay, so wait. Then, after he amputated his own leg, remember he's alone on this farm. He then army crawled a hundred and fifty feet. Back to the house, called for help, remained conscious the entire time. Oh my god. They took him into the hospital and fixed him up. I mean, what's fixing him up though? I mean, he didn't have a fucking leg anymore. Well, true, but he is excited to get his, um, what do you call that replacement leg? Well, he's excited to get his, uh, bionic leg. Bionic leg. And he said he'll be back to uh, wheat farming. Fuck that. So. See, this is why I don't do nature. <laughs> I've said this plenty of times. And I don't do manual labor. These I mean, are the reasons why. Who knows? A plane could drop in through the roof right now. You never know. Yeah, but I'm not, like, putting myself in harm's way of the plane. Well, that's true. Thank. Shout out to all the farmers out there, by the way. Thank you. You do yes. amazing work. However... Oh. Yeah, wow. Poor right? guy, though. But wow. good for him for being so resilient. He was not making a big deal of it at all. Just good. like, yep. Do, do, do. He's probably seen some things. He's okay. like, eh, whatever. From a story of survival to a story of... Stupidity? <laughs> I guess? You showed me a picture, and if you guys haven't seen this visual, just Google it. There's a current, like tourist rush to Mount Rushmore and there are lines Everest oh, sorry well... <laughs> I'm like not the one with the president's heads <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> that'd be hilarious people are falling off the president's heads <laughs> right I'm right out of the news <laughs> it's like an episode of the Simpsons or something <laughs> Jesus uh, Mount Everest has become totally clogged with tourists and what three people have died yes in the last two days and it was like one person died oh second person died in mount everest traffic jam is what they're calling it it looks ridiculous it's a bunch of fucking mountaineers with all their gear on literally standing inches away from each other and inches away from the edge of a cliff yes like it looks like a disney Park it's line. ridiculous. And when did all the like what? What? Like I, when did ever? <laughs> when did read, it become this like tourist trap? I've read that some companies were like offering like commissions for to, for people to scale it and reach the top. What? It's a whole thing. I've heard that some people are doing it just like as tributes to whatever. Like there are a couple of people, who, women, who were doing it in support of breast cancer awareness which i don't know how the fuck climbing a goddamn mountain is going to but i'm sure again there's some compensation being thrown their way it's oh. stupidity 
Yikes. First of all, I'm not a thrill seeker, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> Secondly, I'm not about to try to climb the highest mountain in the fucking world. It was just very strange to see that line because it really looked, like I said, like a like a Disney attraction. I mean, there yes! were people like literally packed so close there were like not even an inch or two between them, and yet also on the top of a snowy mountain peak. Yeah. What? Yes, people are dying on? from lack of air, which makes sense when you have all those people sucking up the air. Because I, <laughs> I would think if I remember hearing about Mount Everest as a child, and I would think. You know, if I were to climb up mountain, it would probably be me and, like, a buddy of mine, and then that would be it. Right. And that would suck if we right. died, because there'd be no one else up there. Right. No, now people are dying because there are too many people fucking up there, and then what are you going to do? And why? What's why? the point? It's been done. Ugh. Get over yourself. Just... Okay, speaking of celebrity shade, so Grumpy Cat... Still a celebrity. Died. <laughs> the late and great. Late and great. Grumpy Cat. I passed away last week. Just one of the checks that were written to Grumpy Cat's owners was from this coffee chain that used the Grumpy Cat without permission and got oh. sued. And when all was said and done, the owners received a check for $700,000. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That was one thing. That's insane. For a dwarf cat that looked mad. Fuck, man. You know what? I will say, though, the Grumpy Cat Christmas special is one of the You said Christmas this before. Movies. It is so I'm, good. I'm, one day I'm going to sit down and watch this shit just to see if I need to make fun of you or not. You do, but... <laughs> it's ridiculous, but the thing that I like the most about it is that... It doesn't try to move Grumpy Cat's mouth. There's mm -hmm. no fucking CGI. It's a Lifetime movie, so they don't have the budget for that. <laughs> and it's just her thoughts. It's They're Grumpy too busy yeah. fucking paying Lori Laughlin's daughter <laughs> tuition. Exactly. <laughs> and it's just Grumpy Cat's thoughts, and it is adorable. You guys have to check it out. I still, whenever I think of Grumpy Cat, I still think of that poor cat that we saw at that event. Oh, my God. That was clearly, cat? That was clearly just... Drugged. Drug out of its mind. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh God. God. We've had some fun times with the show. We really have. <laughs> Do you know who does not seem like a fun time? Moby. <laughs> At least not if you're alone with him. And what, 18 years old? Oh, so if you guys didn't see this on social media, Moby had a book come out. Where he talked about all of his all of his Hollywood romances, only he basically ended up self owning himself with every story that he told. The first one being about Natalie Portman trying to seduce him in his dressing room. Meanwhile, she was like eighteen. He claims he was much older, like fourteen years older. He was in his thirties. Yeah, and then claimed that they were like dating. <laughs> Natalie Portman was like. Correction. <laughs> <laughs> he was creepy. I didn't like him. We never dated. Ugh. It does make me rethink a lot about Natalie Portman. Because, you know, we've mentioned some rumors uh, about her before. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're just rumors. We're just repeating things. But it makes me question 
if someone like Natalie Portman, who has really been creeped on by men since she was like 12. Yes. If her having that sort of mode and defense and what have you gets her shit. Like people say shit. I can can see that. Mm -hmm. For sure. So first of all, good on her for really just laying it down. And then Moby issued a terrible apology. Oh, yeah. Just absolutely terrible. Where he mentioned the title of this book three times? Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, God. I was just more shocked and appalled that Moby isn't gay. I thought... <laughs> I was Thursday years old when I realized that Moby was not an out-and-about gay man. I totally <laughs> thought he was my entire life. Uh, I've even apparently created this narrative in my head to where he actually came out and was a proud and about gay man. I don't know where, (laughs) how my mind manifested any of this, but... There you go. Yeah, you had a lot of revelations this week. I did. I was like, wait, what? Uh And I was like, oh, maybe it's because he was, like, playing straight and, like, he, like, dated her as, like, a beard. And I was like, wait... No. There's nothing in this article about him cut... Wait. He's not He's not gay? <laughs> no. How did I manifest that he had a coming out situation? Like, that was widely publicized. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Yeah, no. Just creepy old man. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The story that I liked even better was by Moby's own telling of when he went out to dinner with Lana Del Rey. And basically just said something very aloof about whatever kind of piano being on his second story of his you know, mm. Richie apartment. And Lana Del Rey was like, um, you're the man. And he kind of took that as the compliment. She was like, no, you're like, you're the man. Like, you're the one that people overthrow and guillotine <laughs> <laughs> when there's a revolt. <laughs> and he still took it as a compliment. I will say this, and someone made this comment on a blog that I follow, um, not defending him more as they were explaining his possible behavior. They, they're a psychiatrist. Okay. And they're like, people, because he's had drug and alcohol situation, they're like, people, they're like, it's fascinating. People will kind of, much how I thought he had a coming up party. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, people, no, people with addictions see themselves in their social interactions in hindsight differently sometimes. Right, right. So to where, let's say they were at an industry dinner together and he thought he was flirting and being the man. Right. Not like that. But <laughs> to Natalie Portman, he in his head probably thought they were dating or that she was because maybe she was being nice and not bluntly... Mm-hmm. You're fucking being creepy. Leave me the fuck alone. That she was flirting with him. Exactly. So this is could be more about his own inner psychology and him actually believing these things. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is even more creepy, but yeah. A look inside your (laughs) typical white man mind. Shit. I think that's even scarier. It is actually. It is. No, it's, it's like that stalker that like, like you're like to it. Like oh, he's just a little weird, but it's like right. oh no, they're my friend. Like no, I'm not your friend. I'm yeah. not. I'm not your friend. I'm just yeah. polite to you. Uh huh. 
God, Hollywood. <laughs> we only track the best. Talk about Holly Weird, Jesus. Well, the audience isn't much better. So, in this stupid story about you guys, I mean, not you guys, because you're listening to us, so you're cool. So you're fine. But everyone else. Everyone else who is, because of Stranger Things, now not only ordering New Coke, the failed 90s rebranding and reformulation of Coca-Cola, the drink. I'm sure you know the story, you guys. Come on. Um, they also crashed the fucking website because so yeah, many people we're trying were to order online to spend 20, 30, 50, 60 mm-hmm. bucks on some New Coke, which they're only trying to see how bad it was. Yeah. No, y'all, it was so bad they took it off the market. After a couple of months of being on the shelves, Because of Stranger Things. I mean, I've always wanted to try it just because I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I never did as a child. Um, but not because of Stranger Things. I, if someone had like a bowl that was new, I would want to try it to see how horrible it was. But I'm not going to go online and fucking order it. Well, now they're going to make it again. And I have no idea this is true. Like I said, I just repeat rumors. I'm not saying this is a fact. Someone said... That when New Coke came out and the reformulation happened, they already had the Coca-Cola Classic uh, labels and cans and bottles ready to go. Just in case. Because they were taking sugar, real sugar, out of Coca-Cola and instead using it with high fructose corn syrup. Oh. And so what they did was they actually took the product off the market long enough where no one, when it came back could quite tell the difference between quote-unquote Coca-Cola Classic, which now has high-fructose corn syrup and is not, in fact, Coca-Cola Classic. (sighs) Conspiracy. Again, no idea if this is true or not. But for sure, they at some point did start using high-fructose corn syrup. So, Wow. Talk about... Shit, that's crazy. Right? Marketing and all that shit, because it was a total flop. Completely. I thought probably more apt is that they tried to introduce a new product and then they were going to continue to have the classic product. Yeah. But that just failed miserably. And so now they're kind of spinning it in a different way mm. to bring it back. I don't even know what wow, they're saying to is... bring it back other than Stranger Things. <laughs> That's... See how terrible it was. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, why is that, though, that like people are so... Curious about it, because I have no like I don't remember even remember New Coke, but I don't like either. Time, but I was I certainly never tasted it, and no one says it was good. Yeah, no. So I have no desire to taste it. I do, but <laughs> I'm not going to purchase it. <laughs> but it's coming this summer for a limited run. So yeah. if you see it, drink it. Send me a bottle. Yes, please. I'll review it on the show. It is uh, available online. I don't know how many stores are going to carry it, but we'll see. We'll see how many stores do promotions of Stranger Things, I guess. Yep. Whatever, Stranger Things. Right. Those um, kids like 80 years old now, anyway. I know, right? Are we over them yet? <laughs> okay, I had to look at this sign twice, and I'm still not sure I saw what I saw. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, y'all, but Red Table Talk, the Facebook show with Jada Pickett-Smith, 
is up for an Emmy for daytime talk show. It is technically a daytime talk show. Is that a thing? It said I'm so Emmy. confused. 100% it said Emmy. I mean, there are... Okay, if you don't live in LA, let me explain. <laughs> All over town right now, there are signs for your consideration. Yes. Because this is the phase where people start to vote on shit and decide categories and all this stuff. So all over town right now, lots of various shows are up with giant posters and ad campaigns for your consideration. And it shows the show and usually a star and what have you. So they're not only um, promoting themselves, but the fact that they would be Emmy worthy or what have you. It's a whole production out here. So then if they get an Emmy nomination... They, of course, will do another billboard mm-hmm. saying that they're Emmy-nominated. And, I again, I was driving. I was in my car. Well, I'm here to confirm because Marcel is a horrible intern. Thank you, Marcel. You are absolutely correct. <gasps> See? It appears to be the first ever daytime Emmy Award nomination for a Facebook-funded show. Boom. What? I'm so confused. I... <laughs> Okay, I can't think of any other Facebook shows, so... I mean, it is a produced situation. It sure it, is. It, it, no, it looks great. Yeah, and it... And she probably they comes do, out of her house. And they have, yes. <laughs> and they have a lot of well-known guests. They mm-hmm. tackle a lot of different topics. It's very interesting. It's um, pretty real. Yeah. And it goes there. So, I mean, it's just so weird not having... Like, having something you can just access from your computer on a social media site. I mean, I love it. Yeah, I, just, I mean, I had no it's just idea so weird. It could happen. Yeah. You know, because usually the academies are very cagey mm-hmm. about who they will nominate, who, you know, is in favor that year, whose turn it is to get nominated. Or Maybe get those award. people are dying off. Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Hmm. Well... Hey. Good, good for them. For, good for Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. You go, girl. Because you know she's, like, producing and running that mm-hmm. shit, so. You fucking go. Speaking of girl power, Spice Girls. Yes. Zig Ziga. Oh, my God. So, Richie Rich, you're, like, a huge Spice Girls stand. I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I sure am. It, 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 it's, it marvels me. I like things that... You take a step back and you're like, wow, this is actually kind of fascinating because these women only had three albums. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, let's, let's remind yeah, everyone of that. Endured they had Beatle-like fame from Jump. Yes. And it's, they're like a story that's never really existed before or after. In the fact, I thought, and if you don't know this, I'm going to re-educate everyone in mm-hmm. case you're just tuning in for the first time. Hello, thank you, the listeners. Yes, uh, Richie Rich is our resident music expert. I am. They were initially what put together. They were put as together. A they, band. Yeah, there was a, a newspaper ad out. They didn't know they, each other uh, at, all. at all. They got pieced together, and they changed their name. They actually, their personas were actually not even a thing at first. There was a a a tabloid magazine that actually created their names as a slander against them, and they took these names <laughs> and made it their actual personas, mm-hmm. like mid-first album. So, 
I don't even think I remember, like, I certainly remember the Spice Girls coming out and their song, but by the time I knew any of them individually, it was as Baby and Ginger. Yeah, that happened when their album, and they'd already gotten big. Yeah. So this magazine was trying to be a dick, and like, oh, Scary Spice, because she's the one with the big hair, Mm -hmm. and Ginger Spice actually wasn't even Ginger Spice, she was Sexy Spice at first. Well, yeah. Because she had the big boobs. Exactly, but they thought that that wasn't... Yeah. You know, so they she renamed herself Ginger, but and, I love and, that and, they took and they on. called Posh Spice because they're like she's the one that's always just pouting. It seemed like she's just way too good for anything. Blah 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 blah. And this stupid one is Baby Spice because she has a stupid pigtails. So they took these names that were meant to slander them and made it their own personas. <laughs> that's amazing, and yes. that also tells you about their sense of humor. Oh, too. absolutely! They're like fuck it. Not only that, they wrote their own songs. Like okay. So they're getting this money from songwriting credits. Uh (laughs) As nonsensical some of the songs were, they were catchy as fuck. You know. And then second album, this is my biggest admiration for them. They fired their fucking management, and they delegated each responsibility between each other. So one of them was booking their shows. One of them was handling finances. The other one was doing their PR. They kept their money in I just see their like, baby spice with a big pair of glasses on doing some like calculating, you know, like <laughs> right. accounting Literally, shit. Literally, they ear, you know. They were like, you know what? Like our management sucks. <laughs> fuck it. We're gonna fire them. We can do what they're doing. Like they saw what they were doing and they were like, fuck it. If it fails, it fails, but we're already big enough right now. After this first album, what's the worst that could happen? And sure enough, they had no management whatsoever, which I don't think has ever been done. Prior or afterwards, honestly, especially not the contracts way that they are now, but they made sure their money was coming in to them. Okay. And they controlled every aspect of their own business. (laughs) So I can, they're still living off of that to this day, which is insane. (laughs) You hear so many people, even before then, that got into these deals and then went broke. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. And that was just not their reality. (laughs) We're like, eh. Gotta be smart. This is our thing. We're gonna brand ourselves. And what's amazing is, like, they were basically, you know, like, since they were a formulated group, they were essentially a product that someone had designed and put together. They were supposed to be the pieces of a money-making machine, and instead... (laughs) They got rid of the machine and made themselves the machine. And even released a movie making fun of themselves. Mm -hmm. That movie is a slept-on... Granted, it's a very dry English comedy. If, If you're, you know... Not quite into that. It might, you might not find it a funny film, but it actually, I think, is a slept it's, on film because it is incredibly hilarious. humorous. Everyone and their mom is in that movie, mm-hmm. and it's literally just them making fun of themselves. Very self aware, mm-hmm. knowing what their brand is, knowing what may be ridiculous about themselves, and yeah, yeah. I thought it was. I, I mean, it's terrible, but it's also hilarious. It is. And it's written by Jennifer Saunders, who uh, writes... Uh, <laughs> Absolutely, uh, yes. Who's also in the movie for a second. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but they just embarked on their tour 
sans posh because she's yep posh is t- busy you know, being posh she has bid the girls good luck she, she is, has not a bitter situation at all uh she is just doing her thing and doesn't want to perform anymore yeah which is you know you have to respect that yeah but yeah they were sold out and they looked great Sporty Spice looked amazing. Did you see the pictures? hmm Oh, my God. Amazing. They actually had revamped versions of their wannabe outfits, which they've never done before, which is awesome to see. It was... It looks like a great, entertaining show. I heard they brought out the deep cuts. And good for them for maintaining a brand this fucking long. Off of three albums. Honestly. <laughs> three albums in, I think, three and a half years is what they did. It's not like they're, oh they had 10 it's albums and amazing. three fucking albums. When I um, first moved to L.A., the Spice Girls were, like, super popular. Mm-hmm. And a group of friends of mine... I, okay, I won't even say a group of friends and I went as the Spice Girls. I was told by a friend <laughs> of mine we were doing the Spice Girls. I got to be posh, so I was very yes. happy about that. Um, I almost had no say in it, though. It really was like... Like you're pieced together in a girl band. Like I was pieced together in a girl band. Holy shit. We have... I have probably still to this day never had quite as much fun as doing that group costume because we had everybody yeah we had everybody two two of them were drag queens uh one was a real girl and then there was me so i wasn't i mean i was something for everyone but i wasn't like i'm not a drag queen yeah so um it was just so fucking great and like all these pictures with people getting stopped <laughs> totally being in our characters you know everyone was totally in character for most of the you got the easiest one right? you just had to point and frown yes all i had to do <laughs> was throw up the peace sign you know just where i wore a tight little black dress and it was that is amazing i love it yes girl power spice up your life good for them good for them um another pop star that you stand britney spears who I'm just kidding. <laughs> let's actually not... Never talk, heard of yeah. her before in my entire life. Um, let's not even bring up all this ugh, crap with her, ugh. like, going on right now. Let's talk about this viral video that TMZ <laughs> put up. <laughs> that you <laughs> just saw right before the show. Literally saw before the show. <laughs> so, once again, TMZ is back to chasing down Britney and mm. following her every time she goes from her gated home to her car, which I am still finding really fucked up. Mm-hmm. But Brittany at least appears to be in a much better place with all of this. Yes, and just because knowing what goes along with it now. She knows exactly how to <laughs> do this now. She really doesn't pay them any mind, but they're still so breathlessly trying to get the shot and get the, like the shots are always terrible you guys you could just stay you can look amazing and then they'll, they'll find the one where you're about to yawn or you something and then snap just, that oh she's off the rails just <laughs> stand in one place and fucking zoom in you don't need to kind of constantly circle around her like a fucking vulture so they're walking around like they usually do and like right on fucking top of her and one of them trips <laughs> but which, it, you, which you don't see you don't see it's on odd. camera <laughs> but you just hear like britney start to cackle <laughs> just like oh my god just laughing her ass off and then you just see this man sprawled out on the fucking concrete just, laid out. just like a cartoon character just full-on starfishing it and in typical Britney fashion, she says, 
oh my god, I feel bad, help him. Yes. <laughs> and her boyfriend it's, helps it's him up. Instead of just walking by, because, you know, she's just trying to get to her fucking car, and the paparazzi are being assholes. She's, like, laughing, 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 and she's like, wait, I feel bad. <laughs> she's, she's like, I feel bad, help him up. <laughs> like, I'm not going to fucking touch his asshole, but babe, help him up, please. So the boyfriend, with his fine ass, yeah. helps the man up. Yeah. And she says, she says, uh, she says, get some water. <laughs> and continues to, that's my actually favorite part. Like, that's gonna help anything if he's like, has like a broken rib or something. She's like, uh, get, get some, some water. water. Yeah, get, get some, some water. water. Fine. Oh my God. And then continue. She's, she's like, look, she's like, I'm scared. She's like, I don't want any of you guys, anyone else to fall. <laughs> Brittany. But she does say that. Of course, she will be performing again after her longtime manager, Larry Rudolph, said mm-hmm. that she would never perform again. Blah, blah, blah. I will what? say it. Just She's fighting this whole thing. Her mom is coming to play. Yeah. And, and I love, too, that she just, like, again, she now knows this game. And so yes. at the very <laughs> last moment before she got in the car, she's like, of course. Door closed. Right. <laughs> no follow-up <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and what, there's also a longer clip of this where they're asking, oh, we're like, are you looking forward to this freedom when you're, like, done with this conservatorship? And she, she like, slightly nods and then starts laughing. Because <laughs> just to summarize, we all know what, what's been going mm-hmm. on, but her dad's trying to extend shit now, and she actually was in court. Which has never happened before with this whole situation. Her mom has been involved now. Some shit's going down. Some shit's going down. She seems to be in a much better place. Her manager is definitely talking about she'll never be able to perform again. And I I don't have a problem with that as long as she's happy. This is the man that pushed her on tour three months after she had a meltdown. I feel like he's kind of her self-proclaimed manager at this point. Like, I don't know how much Britney is really on the phone with him I think that she's very much aware of some things now and is putting her foot down. Yeah. And... Okay, girl. Yeah, so we'll see how this plays out, but that was in a, in a very hilarious moment of her. And she's driving again. Look at this. After yes. all this came into play, all of a sudden, she's driving, which has been forbidden it, for the last 11 years. Yeah, if you guys missed our, like, 45-minute Britney deep dive episodes <laughs> ago, we were talking about the free Britney stuff. She hasn't been allowed to drive. No. For, like, a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, finally, she's... All of a sudden, since all this stuff has been blown out of the water, she's driving again. And, mm-hmm, yeah, it's a very funny. Should I never perform again? Of course I will. <laughs> Bitch, please. She's like, after you won't be getting any money. Also, everyone involved now is being investigated. Oops. Everyone involved who's been overseeing her conservatorship is now... Being court ordered to be investigated. Oh, yes. You know, we live in some crazy times (laughs) where, like, you know, people are basically um, nudging each other off of um, fucking mountain cliffs and all sorts of crazy shit's going on. But I also love just how exposed everything is right now. Oh, yeah. Like, everything is just... Mm -hmm. Let it all come out. Oh, yeah. And apparently when she went into court, they cleared out the courtroom of her, of her children. 
And then it's been leaked that she that she did confirm that she was pushed into that facility against her will, that she was given drugs that she was not reacting to very well for a very long time. So everything that seemed to be to have been a rumor seems to be coming to light, and she seems to be putting her foot down. Okay. And shoes off, walking to her car after after court because they hurt. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Hey. I love that she's still a country girl. You know. Hey, we love you. So I thought this was hilarious. I didn't show you the video because I could not find it. But Arnold Schwarzenegger was at an event in South Africa, and he's doing doing. Like a, I'm so confused by that. Oh, like, he goes to gyms all the time. Oh, that's right. Arnold, he's the gold gym guy. Very active in a ton of different charities, uh, as far as um, like making sure that gyms are available for mm-hmm. kids to participate in sports or activities, whether it's through charity work or just supporting various like. That's good. Events. Good for him. No, he, he's always bad. Uh, really raised my fucking that. tuition in 2003, but yeah, I mean, when he there's... was a governor. We've learned a lot about the duality of people in, again, these crazy times. Mm-hmm. Um, some people can be, you know, one side is this, one side That's is that. That's not going to work. Nope, we got to pour it this way. <laughs> there we go. I pictured the whole ball of wine is going in your lap. Yeah, that would not have been good. And yeah, I mean, Arnon has done a lot for kids and kids sports and activities and stuff like that. So he's in South Africa, and he's doing this event. He's, like, holding a phone, doing a Snapchat thing. And you'd see a couple different angles of this, where while he's doing this Snapchat thing or taking a video with someone, someone randomly decides they are going to dropkick the Terminator. Now, mind you, Arnold is, of course, Arnold, but he's, like, a 64. Five-year-old, yeah. 64, although we just heard about a 65-year-old man who cut off his own leg True. and arm crawled back to his house. Can we not revisit that story? The point you. is, <laughs> you know, he's not in his 30s anymore. Yeah. He's not like, I mean, he's still making action movies and stuff, but come on. He's like retirement age, so you don't just dropkick someone from behind. Out of nowhere, you see this man appear flying through the air, and as the second his feet land on Arnold's back, his legs crumple <laughs> like a tissue, and the man <laughs> drops to the floor. Arnold stumbles forward a couple of feet, make, d- make sure he doesn't run into anyone, and then he just kind of looks up back over his shoulder like, eh. <laughs> what were you thinking? Much like that man with the fucking hopper. Well, I knew that this wasn't good. Uh, I mean, whoa. And then apparently he, you know, barely even noticed it. He was totally fine. He went on with his day. He continued. He thought it was a mosquito. <laughs> so ridiculous. Like, literally, like, okay. Why do you just try to run into a brick wall? It's fucking Arnold fucking Schwarzenegger, dumbass. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Game of Thrones oh, has Jesus. come to an end. Hallelujah. Oh. Yeah, can we stop hearing about Game of Thrones? No, I'm serious. Um, no, I totally get that, you know, people have been along for this ride for a long time. Some of them have joined after... A few seasons, and now everyone's, you know, all enraptured by it. But this season has been a huge disappointment to diehard fans of the show. And, um, 
you know, no spoiler, but in the end, like, a lot of people died. And um, I don't know what people were expecting, but when something ends, it has to conclude. People so. are always mad when a series ends. I've never seen a series ending where everyone's like, oh my god, that was just the... It's always like, what the fuck, that was it? Mm-hmm. I cannot think of one at all. No. Where people were not just pissed off about yeah. it. Pretty much. Pretty much. So, the one thing that I have loved about all of this is all of the memes about the last season. Where the best yes. one I've seen so far is the drawing of a horse. And, like, season one is the tail and the hind legs. And it really drawn in and fleshed out and it looks very real. Mm-hmm. And then as you get through the middle, it's sort of, like, magic marker-ish. And then by the time you get to the front, it's like a crayon and just, like, a goofy, smiley, out-of-proportion horse head. And it's so... <laughs> it's like, that's the progression of the series. <laughs> <laughs> it started off so amazing and it ended up, like, a kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, seen a lot of things about that. Um, is it really so necessary to get that hopped up about stuff, though? People are going to complain about whatever. Like, you, you can't live, You're everyone. living a really good life if the end of Game of Thrones is it's ruining your thing week. that you're upset about. Like, that's really upsetting you. People are dying somewhere. Yeah. Also, maybe that should make you think, you know? Not everybody gets what they want. Mm-hmm. And apparently one of those people is Misha Barton, who... Who? <laughs> exactly. So, if you guys remember this old show called The O.C., there was an actress who was on it for only a couple seasons, by the way, because she got, like, really? killed off or written off. She wasn't on the whole fucking thing, I don't think. Was she, like, a nightmare, like a Captain She Heigl was, situation? like, a nightmare, okay. yes. And uh, from, thanks to an inside source, I won't say who... But thanks to an inside source, they were at some sort of function or event with her. And she is still under the, you know, she still thinks she's like OC famous and gets upset (sighs) if people don't recognize her. Like, first of all, that show was a really long time ago. I'm Mm -hmm. sure you don't look the same. And it wasn't on for like it was ten on. years or anything like that. Like it was on for a while. Like I remember it still being on. I was like, dang, this show is still on. It was like a Dawson's Creek thing. You're like, really? Oh, okay. But yeah, I don't think she was on the whole run of it because I I thought she got fired. I thought everyone hated her. Yeah, I thought she got fired. Mm-hmm. Did she get shot or something? Let us know. Yeah, I mean, I could be wrong, but so I'm batting like a hundred so far this episode. <laughs> So, yeah, she still thinks she's, like, really famous. And then with, that kind of made me laugh, because I was like, yeah, okay, The O.C. was, like, one show that you did. But, like, how famous what were else you have ever? You like, like, what? Like... <laughs> the delusion. It's not like she was a household name to begin with. <laughs> At all. <laughs> Whew. Just really holding on to it. <laughs> Some people don't know how to let it go. Come on the show. (laughs) She probably could at this point. (laughs) She probably lives next door. Yeah, we'll have our people get in touch with, well, you. We'll have Marcel bark at you. Yes. (laughs) We're taking him for a walk. (laughs) Do you have skin? If you do, you'll probably like our product sponsor. (laughs) 
<laughs> the skin slipper. Yeah. So we have a paid advertiser. Yes, this is a commercial. Thanks mm-hmm. for listening. But we're also going to save you some money on this product. So just stay tuned. This is a great little application device. If you have anything that you can't get under your nails or you don't want to waste product or what have you, I use it for my shaving cream, clay masks, and all sorts of stuff. And Lube, moisturizer. There you go. The list goes on, kids. And on and on. Speaking of on and on, it goes on your skin and on nowhere else. Exactly. Which is the best part. And if you order using our code, Richie and Wes, you save a dollar and you get free shipping. They're only $10, you guys. So should order too, I think. Y'all, seriously, we have been so fortunate to have an advertiser, and we have more and more of you listening every week, and we're so appreciative of that. We deliver you free content. We are doing this ourselves, just like Debbie, who invented the skin slip uh-huh. doing it all herself. This is not a huge corporate thing. So if you want to give people some support... And, and save and your you skin, and save some money. Exactly. It only benefits you. Skinslipper.com, code Richie and Wes at checkout. <clears throat> Get it ready. It's time for nerd news. There it is. <laughs> okay, so let's dive right in. We're still hot off Celebrity Shade, so let's get to Robert Pattinson as the Batman. What the fuck? Okay, look. I don't think he'll be bad. I actually don't. What the fuck? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I know Twilight was trash. Um, but it also gave Twilight fans everything they wanted. Right? Guess, like, I that's guess. not our jam. True. So, like, we're not going to get into it, right? <laughs> so, it, he had an opportunity as an actor... Two, and to his credit, since the Twilight films, he has done a number of independent films. He's really been kind of working True. on his craft and choosing projects that are not necessarily like big and splashy mm-hmm. and what have you, yet has still maintained a very high level of fame because Twilight's are fucking crazy. Yeah. So I, I actually don't think he's a terrible actor. I think I've seen him in some other stuff and he's, he's actually pretty good. Um, but I don't need to see him as Batman. Well, I just don't need to see another, like, origin story. He's the youngest Batman they've ever cast. Yeah, which... So, why? Oh. I'm just not here for it. We've seen this story before. I just feel like it's been told so many times. Yeah, I'm good. Names. I thought they were going in an interesting direction. They could have gotten, like, Jeffrey Dean Morgan or somebody to, you know, take over the role, be, like, an older Batman, mm-hmm. train someone who's, like, a Robin or a Nightwing. Hello. Please give some love to that character. Yes. Like, let's introduce Nightwing to the the masses because he could definitely have his own mm-hmm. thing going up. Why are we running the DC? I know. This is ridiculous. And why is there, why is there never been a fucking Catwoman for like real. movie. Yes. Hello. And not fucking Anna Hathaway. Like, no, I no. want... I want, like, a Selena Kyle, like, I'm a jewel thief... Mm-hmm. Bad bitch Catwoman character. That's what I want in a movie. Yeah. 
Oh, totally. I do feel like they could potentially introduce that character with the Harley Quinn stuff coming out. Because they already have the Huntress, and they already have... Who else? Uh, Black Canary, and what have you. So, mm, we'll see. But yeah, why? Why, like... Why... Why another Batman? Go ba- Thank you. <laughs> Basically. They have told so many Batman stories. And retold. And retold. The exact same fucking story. It's like... <sighs> it's not necessary. Let's see something new. Mm-hmm. All right. I still think he'll be good, though. He'll be, he'll be fine. He'll be, he'll be fine. Like on a good note. Like he'll be fine. Like he's a good actor, but what else? Um, what about <laughs> what? What doesn't seem to be fine is Sonic. Yeah. So we reported last time that Sonic the Hedgehog is getting a revamp after fans were furious at the design of him because they released a trailer which was. Kind of a hot mess. Mm-hmm. And Sonic did not look right. He had, like, child's teeth, number one. Yeah, and a very humanoid body. It was weird. It was very weird. Yeah, it was a little strange. Yeah. So they were like, okay, we're going to make some fixes, which initially we thought was, like, part of the whole, you know, like, new Coke, where it's, like, part of the whole plan. Like, let's, like, release this. And right. See how it goes over, and then... And then yeah. show people the actual finished artwork. No, Mm-mm, no, they're really—they are redesigning <laughs> fucking Sonic. <laughs> and it's gonna take them some time. So they push the shit back to Valentine's Day next year. Yes, which I think could be cute, actually. Cute little marketing ploy. You know, all those damn stupid movies are gonna be coming out. I'm like, why see this, this when you yeah. can see Sonic? Not bad from a marketing standpoint. Also. I will say my biggest my biggest concern with this when the story broke a few episodes ago was those poor fucking effects artists. But the director at the end of it said, hashtag no effects artists were harmed in the making of this movie. <laughs> Meaning that they are being taken care of, mm-hmm. which I think is great. Right. It takes a lot of time to yeah. make these adjustments. That's probably why they push it back because otherwise people would just be working breakneck pace mm-hmm. you know 18 hours out yeah probably no additional income but it sounds like they're getting taken care of getting taken care of yeah i'm not yeah, sure if that would... when they work you you know like a dog like you don't like you make x amount of money a week doing this film yeah so. well i think that this trailer caused so much of an uproar that if the effect artists were like <laughs> like, look, leaking shit like time. <laughs> well being like we're being overworked for this fucking movie then I think the fans would be even more pissed off yeah so they're fixing him apparently so we'll good see them. good for them seems to be getting handled very well I will say they're trying which is more than what most people do <laughs> honestly <laughs> yeah I don't think I've ever seen anyone just Address fans, be like, look, okay, we fucked up. You you clearly don't like this. Yeah. We're gonna fix it for you. Use this you take what the fuck we're gonna give you and deal with it. Right. Justice League. Yeah. <laughs> Snyder cut. Kind of... Okay. Aladdin. What about <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. So what about uh 
Oh, yeah. Let's talk about Aladdin really quick, because I feel like that's the thing people really geek out on a lot. And we actually ran a poll on Instagram about Aladdin because so many people have been talking shit about it. They think it's unwatchable. There have been a lot of negative comments. So I was like, okay, let's settle this debate once and for all. Overwhelming support for Aladdin. People uh, didn't mind it. Yeah, it was. I've heard some mixed reviews. Yeah. Um, I've heard that Will Smith is actually the best part of the movie. Mm-hmm. I can I've, see that. I've heard Aladdin isn't very engaging. Mm-hmm. Jasmine's very, very good. Jafar as hot as he is, I've heard it's just kind of meh. Kind of there. there, yeah. Um, the best honest review I've heard so far was from YouTuber Chris Duckman, and he said that the whole thing looks like a network TV live action thing. Like, everything's too polished. Like, uh, he said yeah. he, he said everything looks like it's on a set. Right, right, right. You don't feel like you're immersed in this world. Mm-hmm. That their clothes are way too just perfect. pristine and yeah. perfect. That there's a scene where I guess they're rolling around in sand and the clothes are perfect, the hair is perfect. It, it looks... It doesn't look like it needs to look. Like, everything mm-hmm. looks way too clean, polished, pretty... To be in this world. Like, he's supposed to be a thief, and he looks right like everyone else on the street. Um, yeah, and he said just, like, some things you can't... Like, like Cinderella, he said that movie, you could believe some things. That <clears throat> in the Jungle Book, um, you know, there's a kid and there are animals. You know, yeah, the animals are talking and singing and whatnot, but... That's believable. He's like, some things need to remain cartoony to retain that cartoonish mm-hmm. effect and make you believe that that's what's going on. And he said the entire time you're watching this movie, while some parts were good and he thought it wasn't even, you know, as bad as he thought it was going to be, it's just not making that connection. connection. You don't care about a lot of the characters because it's like Raja, the tiger. Mm-hmm. And the cartoon had expressions, mm-hmm. and it was smiling sometimes and frowning sometimes, and then and this one is it's just a CGI tiger, and you're like, okay, well that's not the Raj I remember. <laughs> right, like he looked perfect, but there's no yeah. He said things are there. too perfect, and yeah. that was his big gripe on that, which I think will probably be mine as well when I go see this movie next week. I can kind of see that because it is a musical. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I find, especially about musicals, is that they can be so carried away in the performance of it and mm-hmm. the spectacle of it that you don't get anything else. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, it's making money, so that's all Dizzy cares about, so. Of course. Aladdin 2 and the return right. of Jafar. <laughs> Jafar is so hot, though. Oh. Yeah, the actor playing him is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beloved manga comic book series, Akira, is coming to theaters in 2021 in live action form. Speaking of Disneyfying and live action and everything. <laughs> Like, part of me is for this because the, you know, it's cool to have stuff in, you know, from comic book to live action, obviously, duh. But also, 
technology is so good now to do things in CGI mm. and use like part of especially manga because things are so over the top sometimes, you know, when they're making their expressions or when they're reacting to something mm. or like suddenly they're just crying and there's like tears everywhere. You know, it's it's so over the top, it can't be real life. Yeah. So I would have liked to have seen it in a an animated form. Yeah. But no. And just get ready. Because fans of this particular series are really, really, really protective, let's Mm -hmm. say, of the property. We also what happened with The Last Airbender. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of... of... I mean, they're bringing it on themselves, honestly. Zero fault. We didn't do it. Whatever. Our hands are clean. And now for a non-spoiler review of Detective Pikachu. Yes. Actually, not much to spoil. Um, I will say this. Everyone was pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It was a cool little story. There were some twists. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, like a couple of twists um, that I did not see coming. Um, There is a reason why Ryan Reynolds is voicing Pikachu. Because people had a problem with that at first, because it was like, why him? Right. But it's a cool reason why. And you have to wait till the very end to really understand it. Um, I enjoyed the movie. It was entertaining. I enjoyed seeing all the Pokemon. My only gripe was that some of the Pokemon looked extremely realistic and awesome. Mm-hmm. And some of them looked like video game cartoons. Ooh. Which I didn't understand because if you can make some of these creatures look extremely realistic, like they're sitting right next to us, why are some of the other ones very just not translating correctly animation-wise? It seemed like whoever did the visual effects, the team, I should say, did a really good job with things like feathers and fur. Mm Mm-hmm. With any Pokemon that had any type of, like, skin, skin? texture or yeah, reptilian okay. texture, it looked very, very fake. Okay. That's when I became very disengaged as far as what was going on. Yeah. I feel like... Except for Charizard. He, they did a really good job with him, but he's a dragon. So. Yeah. I feel like we're so conditioned that now, instead of believing CGI, we look for errors. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like... Back in the day where it was some someone in a fucking mask. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you already knew it wasn't going to look good, so yeah. you just pretended it did. Mm-hmm. And and now I feel like it's the opposite, where things almost look too good, or like, yeah, they're, it's rendered, like, they, they're like over-rendered. Looked, I was just confused at the lack of consistency, because mm-hmm. I was like, some, I was like, oh my god, that looks amazing. And then the very next shot was another Pokemon, like, that looks fucking horrible. Yeah. It looks like I'm playing this pa- like a PlayStation game right now. And that's one of the characters that I'm just choosing. Hmm. It was very, yeah, that, yeah, it was just really inconsistent as far as that goes. But the actual story was cool. The pacing was good. Yeah. Um, they did have some amazing CGI. The story was actually really cool. Um, kind of predictable, kind of not, but extremely entertaining throughout the entire situation. I was pleasantly surprised. There you go. Which I rarely ever say. <laughs> hey, sometimes we're nice. You know. Yes, get that wine going. And flowing. And flowing. Mm-hmm. Super Cheers. Show. 
the sex question of the week. Sex questions. Yeah, we did a little differently this week. Yeah, so on Instagram, well, actually on my own personal account, but whatever, you should be following both of us and Richie and Wes. Anyways, you know, one of us will follow you back. Never both is one of us. (laughs) We'll follow you back. Come on, guys. Um... We, I asked if anyone had questions for us. Mm -hmm. So instead of one sex question this week, we just opened it up and we actually keep getting more and more and more, but I had to do a cutoff. So (laughs) the questions that are coming in. Yeah. So the questions that are coming in now, we'll just answer them next week or something like that, or just use them as future. I love Future it. sex question. So this week we had several and we want to give shout outs to several people. Well, I don't know if they wanted shout outs, but you're getting them. You're getting them anyway. So we're going to put those in our notes. So um, it's going to take me too long to look them up. You don't get shout outs. <laughs> I also just realized people might not. Well, because some of them are one of them in particular is a little prudish. Mm, no, it's not prudish. It's just a question where like. Uh, it's actually asking more for advice. Okay. So if they're yeah, we're not, not gonna shout quite out. ready to... Anyway, the point is, we're a safe zone here. You can ask us anything. And you did. <laughs> so people were asking, and we have covered this before, but mm-hmm. I said we would answer it again. People, uh, the first question we got, first question, top or bottom? Of course. I mean, it is a gay show. <laughs> True. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> You go first. Okay, well, I am definitely versatile. Maybe a verse bottom, but sometimes I feel like a verse top. Like, it just... I either am attracting guys that are, like, bottoms and really, you know, like to bottom. So I'm like, cool. And then... Or I'm attracting guys who are, like, total tops. So you're, like, almond joy in mountains. Sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. And then I've also had a few relationships where, you know, they've been versatile as well. So we just, like, change it up all the time. But I definitely feel like I'm pretty, you know, like, pretty versatile. So. All right. Yeah. Hmm. Thought you knew. (laughs) (laughs) The Diary of Richie and Wes. (laughs) Think you know, but you have no idea. <laughs> I am in the same boat. I lean more towards the top end of the spectrum just because I've been so out of practice for bottoming for so long. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. Yeah. There's... Let's respect our bottoms. Here. Yes, exactly. Seriously. Um, but I still fall in the verse category, 100%. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. What's next? Favorite kink. Ooh. It's a good one. I'll go first. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean... Uh, so, are, will a kink fall into a fetish category as well? Any, yes, absolutely. Okay. Anything that kind of gets you off. Okay, then come. <laughs> I enjoy... Come, I so like like videos with lots of come. Uh-huh. Watching that being like, came on, right. um, coming on my partner, um, watching it come out. The more the better. Just that's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cocktails. Oh, God, cheers. <laughs> Semen martinis. <laughs> 
not that far. Pearl necklace <laughs> is... That's better. There, there is something really hot about that, uh, especially... Well, I think I mentioned this before. Like, it definitely turned on for me, too. There, it's like just, like, hot and warm. True. Do you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> like, literally, and... You're like, oh. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice. It's like a blanket. I think one of my, this might be like a vanilla kink, but I think definitely one of my, you know, I like to dress up. So anything fetish gear, jock gear, jock straps, harnesses. I know harnesses are like mainstream. How is that vanilla? Like that's so mainstream now. Wearing a harness is, I I guess. Yeah. But hey, I listened to it before. (laughs) Before it was cool. Um, yeah, I just think it's sexy the way that certain, like, like, pieces that you wear, like, accentuate, mm-hmm. like, who you are and what you, like, how your body True. is. And, you know, everyone has a different type of body. And there are certain things where, you know, when someone is, like, dressing up and, like, dressing for themselves, mm-hmm. and they would like... I can see that. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you're kind of... Also, if you missed it, we have a rope harness video that oh yes, what's starring and on our YouTube. <laughs> I sure do. I got tied up, y'all. It's like our most viewed video right surprise. now. Actually, surprise! You <laughs> sure is wrapped up in rope. <laughs> Who would have figured? Who would have guessed? What about okay? So we got this question: Do you like doing reverse cowgirl? And I said maybe we'd list some of our favorite positions. Because reverse cowgirl is like, you're on top, you're riding his dick, and you're facing away from him. Yes. Just a lot, you guys. I'm not a big reverse cowgirl person. I like eye contact. Mm -hmm. And kissing and things of that nature. I don't like having someone facing away from me. Oh, really? See, I really like doggy style. Like if I'm okay, fucking, I like doggy if I'm style. Fucking somebody, but I yeah. also like being able to like lean forward and like oh, lick like the neck someone? and like being involved. Okay, you can't do that when someone's riding you facing away from you. Uh, sorry, my cords were getting in the way. If you, <laughs> that's true. Well, I'm flexible, so. <laughs> but then, so if, if I'm like, like getting that, like, in doggy yourself style. and. But no, like, yeah, doggy style is fine. Reverse yeah. cowgirl, not my favorite. It's a lot to get into. Um, I certainly don't mind it, um, if that's your thing, for sure. Although, if someone's going to ride on top of me, then, like, I want their dick to, like, slap on me, so... Thank you, exactly. This is why I enjoy... <laughs> Just regular old cowgirl. Me. Exactly. Uh... A cowboy, in this case, <laughs> I guess you could say. Yes. And why is it cowgirl? Because it's so it's straight pornographers have created that term. True. So those are definitely some faves, although I will also say, like, um, I know we've talked a lot about, like, a- anal and fucking, um, but... Really? I know. When? But... On this Christian show? That's how we pray. <laughs> on our knees. Bend over. I am also really, really turned on by, um, like, someone kissing me and either jerking me off or themselves. That's, like, super hot. Um, Agreed. And of course, like, you know, suck my dick. But like, that's always a good good go to. Is that a kink? Is oral a kink? That's a standard, I think. (laughs) That should just be mandatory. Yeah. Yeah. If you disagree, you're lying. I'm sorry. I, you know what? 
People who say they don't like head, they haven't had the right person to do it to them. Maybe. Maybe there's been too much teeth. What about uh, people who don't really like to give blowjobs, though? I can understand that people have gag reflexes and whatnot. I'm not one of those people. I enjoy it. I love it. It's one of my favorite Learn to control to your breath. Just breathe out as it goes in. Yes, on, and with on. your nose, not with your mouth, because you're obstructing your air. It's science, people, science. Seriously. Um, I mean, teach their own, I guess, but... Yeah. Some people just sting. Just fucking stick a dick in your mouth and, and have a happier life. <laughs> It's so tasty. It is. <laughs> it's like that I love Lucy episode. Tastes just like candy. Do you remember the first time you tasted a dick, though? You're like, hmm. Yes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. A little saltier than I thought it would be. Really? I didn't think that. No. No. <laughs> Side-eyeing you now, but no. Mm-mm. I thought it was a lot more fragrant than I thought it was oh. going to be. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Matt Greek. <laughs> what about pre-sex stretching? Do you do any warm-up activities? Do you prepare no! yourself? Well, Stretching? I mean, I feel like maybe foreplay, you should move around and roll around a little bit. I'm too busy sucking. Like I, I think they're. I, I, I'm moving enough when I'm doing about, for, like <laughs> some calisthenics, like get things going, right? You told me I've never ever no. What kind of Cirque delay shit are you doing? <laughs> right? I'm like I don't need that you to need... warm up for sex. It it, it happens. I mean I do hopefully enjoy... like spontaneously, yeah. but no, I mean I definitely enjoy some acrobatic shit. While I'm, I'm not all about to fucking, on, but I don't do know a downward it's... dog like just to prepare. Like no, I don't know that it's necessary. It shouldn't be if it is, and maybe you should be stretching before sex. Like, I mean, just in general, like when there's not a sexual well, activity I mean, about that. Something's to gonna get stretched. So. Yeah, what? I'm just, you know what? Maybe. Just for a better uh, performance. I mean, I say stretch in general, just yes. to improve your entire improve life. Your Whether life. that includes sex or not. Just stretch. Mm-hmm. Flexibility is never a bad thing. No. I would... But so, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Next question. We love you guys. <laughs> what about... Oh, Julian sent this one. Thank you, Julian Jetson. I will call this one out. Aww. Uh, Julian, we love you. How are you? Julian underscore Jetson. You guys follow him. He's so great. Um, thoughts on eating ass? Getting your ass eaten. <laughs> Thank you, Julie. I love when people just take it. Right, just give it to us straight. No chaser. Get it in. Yes. Well, we're certainly both fans of oral. Are you a... Are you an ass man? I am. Mm -hmm. Both giving and receiving. I'm a Gemini. I like things both sides. So, you know, if I'm going to do something to you... Yeah. I enjoy it being done to me as well. There are... So many, like, little nerve endings and little pleasure centers back there 
Yes, you're only denying yourself mm-hmm. if you're not, you know, open to it. I think, again, some people might be, uh, if you're worried about it being the area where you expel waste, consider this. You could trim. You could definitely, um, you don't have to, like, overdo it, but you certainly could you know, aerate the mm-hmm. area, you certainly could, you know, douche and clean and all the stuff. So I feel like if that's like a concern and that's where you're like, oh my God, I don't know what's going to happen back there. Um, you know, calm down. Just calm down and clean up. There get you it go. in, get it in, get your kitty in control and you'll be fine. You'll be good. It, yeah, it doesn't, it certainly doesn't make you any less of a man. Also, lots of straight dudes love to have their ass fingered, eaten. Yes, pegged. Pegged. By their women. Yes, 100%. Does not make you gay. There are, you actually have two little rings. So your sphincter has two rings of muscles and they all have like pleasure uh, deriving nerve sensors there. A, so like we don't want to die every time we do have to, you know, eliminate waste. But B, because it also feels really good when things go in there. So, yes. Um, I do feel like if you are going to get it, you better be willing to give it. And if you're not willing to, treat yourself. Yes. Do it. Also, even though ass is definitely more of an acquired taste, um, there have definitely been times, you know, in my field studies where I've just (laughs) run across, like, Strictly for the show. Yes. Just, it's scientific. But, like, the perfect ass. Where it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, like, it just... It, yeah. it needs attention. It needs attention. You need to kiss it. Deserves it deserves to be blessed and to be kissed <laughs> and to be appreciated. Yes. I agree. Also, don't be afraid to put your tongue right in there. Just, like, right. Dive on in. Just right in. Okay, we have one more question, and this is the one that's more of, like, a... <clears throat> The non shout out. I'm getting beclumped because this is like exciting me. So Calm down. we had a hold on. <laughs> Certainly, this is a younger gay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, we're really young, obviously, but someone who I could tell is younger than both of us. And asked about BDSM. He says, is BDSM safe? Because I have someone who wants to try some stuff on me, Mm -hmm. but I'm not sure about it. First off, don't do it unless you're completely sure and comfortable. Um, Secondly, there should be a safe word involved. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, because BDSM, whether whether it's bondage, whether you're being tied up or gagged Mm -hmm. or... Whether it's more sadomasochistic, where you're getting spanked, or, you know, yeah, tickled, or whipped, or stepped on, or whatever it is. Um, it's more about uh, trust Absolutely. and communication mm-hmm. than anything else. Like, yes, you're pushing your physical limits, but you can't achieve that with someone that you don't have some sort of trust yeah. in. So... I would definitely say that if it's someone that you feel safe with, then yeah, it's safe. Are there things that are not safe? Yes. 100%. Asphyxiation yes. can be very dangerous. Yeah. 
Especially. It's the whole thing is in my thing because I'm a control freak and mm-hmm. I also don't like being bound down. I don't like... You're like all of it. The whole thing, I'm just like... <laughs> uh, I'm good. Safe word. Popcorn. Like, I, yeah. like, I'm good. Like, I'm good. I don't like being spanked. Like, mm-mm. Like, it's not my thing. If it's your thing, if you like it, I love it. Yeah. But yeah, for me, it's not my thing. But if I were going to try to do something like that, then absolutely have your boundaries set beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's super important that you do have um, some understanding of boundaries or, like I said, a safe word. Mm-hmm. You might not be able to speak, so they should be asking you. Yes. And, and your, your dom is actually at your pleasure. They're the one who's performing these things on you to, to titillate you mm-hmm. and to rile you up and whatever. So as the dom or as the sub... You are the one that has the control. Yeah, and if something's not feeling right to you or feeling good to you or pleasurable to you, then you have complete disclosure to say no. Yes, absolutely. So um, when you ask if it's safe and there's someone who wants to do stuff to you and you're not sure about it, it does make me lean towards like maybe you're not quite ready to experience that yet. Or maybe this is not the person that you should be experiencing Mm -hmm. that with. Because I think if it was someone that you've felt a little more comfortable with, comfortable with you would know that they're not going to like take you from one to a hundred yeah for a session because also in the bdsm community you know people build up these relationships for years mm-hmm. it's not like they start by you know hanging someone upside down and whatever you know what i mean like they, it's, it's the build up yourself <laughs> well speaking for myself <laughs> um no, I definitely had uh, some... I mean, I, I wouldn't say, like, I'm super into BDSM, but going along with one of my kinks as far as, like, um, you know, harnesses and, like, body, you know, caging and mm. all the stuff. Um, yeah, I, I think that there's a certain, um, like, heightened... Um, when you're bound in some way or uh, blindfolded or, you know, when you have to, you can't use one hand or like, you yeah. you know, you just, um, but there's also like, that is, that is a lot of, of trust and it's a lot of communication with your partner. So certainly I'm sure there are people who, you know, participate in these things in kind of like a casual one-off situation, mm-hmm. but I feel like more so, uh, especially for myself and what I, what I know and people who I know, in the BDSM community, it, it really is something that um, you have partners who you establish trust with over yeah. time. So, you know, take your time with it. And yeah. Find what's right for you. Exactly. So, yes. And if you're feeling uneasy about it and your partner doesn't want to hold off on it or whatever, then they're just not the person for you. Oh, yeah, hell no. Mm-mm. No one should ever pressure you into Mm-mm. anything. You should just, you know. And also, like, I know we talk about these experiences, like, super openly and all the stuff, um, but it's totally fine, like, not to yeah. participate in any of those things. So. You can always say no. Right. Yes. Absolutely. To everything except for wine. Yes. <laughs> 
All right, so guys, thank you so much for sending in the questions this week. We yeah. love it. We hope you're following us on social, at Richie and Wes. On all platforms. Yep, the YouTubes, the Instagrams, the Twitters. Uh, we're doing it all. We're doing all the things. Facebook. The Facetagrams. Yes, the Facetagrams. Eventually, we'll just be The Twitter books. It's <laughs> <laughs> like we're 75 years old. <laughs> 75 years young. Oh, wait, how bright is this ring light? Okay, so... <laughs> bright enough right now. <laughs> uh, you guys, we love doing this show for you, and uh, thank you so much for watching and listening and all that stuff. So please uh, subscribe and like and share and comment and five-star review. And Just communicate. We communicate yes, back, obviously. Yes, we, we definitely do. So yes. if you want like a <laughs> shout-out or if you have a fun story for us... We love stories, so please. we do. And if you don't want us to shout you out, let us know. Right, you we'll can still be, tell your story. It could be an anonymous story, exactly. Yeah, unless you're Julian. Jensen. We're open. <laughs> <laughs> Who's very open? Oh as, yes, as absolutely. No, and of yeah. course. So thanks. Bye, you guys. Bye, guys.